Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Pass. <laughs> what is up, everybody? It is Froth here, Thought Eater Podcast, Thought Eater Blog. Trust that you are doing well. Thank you, as always, for listening. And we are back again with some Hump Day Bloggerama action. I'm in a good mood. Huge show today. Tons of good material. Really. I know I say that every week. I guess it's true every week. But man, oh man, have I got a ton of awesome stuff for y'all this week. Ooh, lordy. Lots of good stuff. So I'm excited to get into it. It's a weekly show where I, I, I blabber and talk about a bunch of cool stuff that I spotted on RPG blogs all week and talk about it here on the podcast. And then I put up all the links over at the Thought Eater blog. You can just Google Thought Eater blog or go to frothsoft, frothsofdnd.blogspot.com and check it out. I'll have all the blo- uh, the links in order over there. And uh, man, I've got to tell you, thankful for people listening to this show and I love doing this show because, you know, you might go through a slow week, you know, not a lot of RPG news. You might feel like, oh, there's just not much going on, you know, Wizards doesn't have a new book out or whatever. But there's always something going on in the blogs, and it's every week, and it's constant, and it's a lot. And so it's nice to take a minute to step back and look at it and just kind of, it's just impressive. It's really unbelievable to look at uh, just what happens in one week. It's really astounding. It's unbelievable creativity, tons of, uh, it's just awesome. So show takes a while to do, but I, I really enjoy doing it because it's, it's a good way to celebrate, you know, just this awesome stuff that's going on every week. So, but before we get into it, got a couple calls we're going to listen to. I got a couple call-ins from Jason talking about last week's episode where the old not early 80s movie Cloak and Dagger came up as well as the blog series that a number of RPG bloggers are doing for the um, October Horror Movie Channel uh, Challenge where you watch a horror movie every day of the month. So let's check this out. Hey, Prof. Jason here from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Just want to say definitely recheck out Cloak and Dagger. It's a really good movie. At least from my, what I remember from the 80s it was. But, um, yeah, Dabney Coleman was the little kid's character in the role-playing game. Or, you know, he was supposed to be kind of, if I remember right. I don't know, it's been a long time. Anyhow, the other thing I wanted to say is for the, what you're calling the horror movie challenge, I've always heard it called Scary Movie Month. But what I've done, because I work long days, the days I work, so what I've done is I've compromised. So I'm watching anthology movies and shorts on the nights I work. So you might have an anthology movie like Creep Show or, you know, the, um, Cat's Eye or, or, you know, any of those movies where there are two or three stories in the movie. And I'll watch one segment each night, you know. So it's taken me three nights to watch the movie. And so I'm kind of cheating, but I can fit that in my night you know, the nights I work, where otherwise I wouldn't be able to do a movie each month. So I'm not really doing a movie each month, but I'm, I'm each of those little segments is a story. So I think I'm kind of keeping the spirit of it. I don't know. Doing the best I can. But hang in there. And, and don't fret. I hope your talk with your players goes well. But 
you know, you as a GM, there's no use in slogging through if you're not having fun either. You know, it's a group, so the whole group should be having fun, you know? Hang in there, man. We'll talk to you later. Bye. That's Jason there from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Jason, thank you for calling in. And yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and check out Cloak and Dagger. I need to get on my Netflix queue and see if I can uh, find that on there. Get that DVD sent out to me. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not streaming. But for some reason, I always thought, it, I, I, the way I remember it, it had something to do with a video game. But like I say, I haven't seen it since I was little, so fuzzy memories and all that but i definitely intend on checking it out um any kind of early 80s maybe with any kind of rpg element in it i definitely want to watch and that's not bad advice on the horror movie thing either and it's funny i ended up actually when i got that message i was actually like two segments in on a anthology movie southbound i've seen all the, all the ones you mentioned i, I saw at the theaters i love creep show Creepshow 2 was pretty crappy, except for the whole, uh, like, lake monster thing, but um, saw that one in the theater, too, and then I remember seeing Tales from the Dark Side movie, as well as Cat's Eye at the the, the theater, um, but I, I, you know, I, I like watching, you know, watching these anthology movies, it is a great idea, you don't have to sit through an hour and a half, or if you don't have a ton of time, and uh, so the Southbound was... Not great, but it was at least kind of inspired. Um, but all I was ended up thinking about is, uh, you know, another good thing is watching, you know, horror shows. And when I was talking about these awesome, you know, some of the horror stuff I've been watching recently, last week, one I forgot to mention is Marianne. It's on Netflix. It's a French horror TV show that if you're listening to this and you like horror, Oh my lord, it was good. Jump scares for days. Uh, it was really, really good. So Marianne, that's a good one I forgot to mention that I'd watched recently. Other thing is I've been watching some uh, back seasons of uh, American Horror Story that I missed out on. Uh, like this recent Apocalypse one, started watching that and it's pretty good so far. So I'm looking forward to the next season of that. They're going to do an 80s thing, so... Anyway, Jason, thanks for, for checking in and, uh, heard from Rob C from down in a heap. Who's gotten to the bottom of this whole Wendy's, Wendy's RPG debacle <laughs> that, that I was talking about last week. So Rob, what you got? Hey froth. It's Rob from down in a heap. Sorry about the echo chamber. I'm here in the old warehouse and it's all empty and uh, kind of ghostly. <laughs> Anyway, you know, nothing stirs up a hornet's nest of rush to judgment thinking and firing up the torches and grabbing the pitchforks like some dirty burger money. So I think I'm calling for a task force to be formed, to make inquiries and all this, this uh, dirty burger game. I nominate Mayor McCheese to head the task force. Maybe Uncle O'Grimacy can be uh, his uh, major domo. And my guess is the Hamburglar's behind all of it. See ya. And there you have it. Rob C. from Down in a Heap has gotten to the bottom of this whole Wendy's mess that's been going on. So, but personally, I don't think Grimace is entirely innocent, you know. So, 
But anyway, I appreciated that. I laughed when I got that. So thanks for that, Rob. All right, so before we get started, one more thing. I've, I've mentioned before when I catch new blogs, I try to mention them on here. Welcome, folks, to the blogosphere. It is an awesome thing when you see someone has started a new blog. And uh, so there's several uh, that I wanted to mention. One is the OSR Dread blog, osrdread.blogspot.com, dangerously rare elixirs and decoctions. And this is Florent Didier. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Florent Didier's blog only started just recently. They're doing some cool stuff over there, so go check that out, osrdread.blogspot.com. Then the man with a hammer, the man with a hammer.blogspot.com, a noob's foray into the OSR D&D ecosystem. And uh, this one started in September, and it's got about seven posts up now. Most recently, a Gardens of Yen review from Emmy Allen, aka the Cave Girl. So go check out the man with a hammer. Welcome them to the blogosphere. And then finally, two posts in. Beyond the Gates of Cygnus, Cinderella Man JJ's blog, beyondthegatesofcygnus.blogspot.com, and uh, they're just getting started as well. So, you know, always awesome to see new folks participating in the awesome blogosphere. So congratulations to y'all on your new blogs. I see y'all. I've got y'all added to the blog roll. Good luck. I'll be following along. The map segment of Hump Day Blogorama is proudly brought to you by Frank Turfler, legendary anchorite of Frank T's Liner Notes. I've been back in Frank T's Patreon for a while. High quality, full color, world class battle maps, sci-fi, fantasy, and otherwise. Innovative print and paste terrain that brings your table to life. Multiple support tiers, including a commercial tier, which will allow you to use Frank T's creations in your own commercial projects. You can sample some of the quality of the work by looking for Frank's Free Map Friday posts. So whether you are a creator that is looking for some cartography for a new project, whether you are a GM gaming online or in person at the table, or you're just like Froth, a map junkie, and you can't get enough of this stuff, go right now to patreon.com forward slash Frank T and check it out. All right, so how awesome is that? Frank T is sponsoring the map segment of Hump Day Blogorama. I I love Frank's maps. I've featured them on here before, and uh, it's a perfect fit. So thrilled about that. Uh, Like I say, a perfect fit. So um You'll be hearing, uh, you know, we plug in Frank's Patreon. I think everybody should check it out. It's awesome. Patreon.com forward slash Frank T. And you'll also see a link uh, over there for it under the map section of this week's Hump Day Blogorama and and moving forward. So uh, thanks for the support, Frank. And I'm really thrilled to be supporting what you're doing. So, And I've got some killer maps for you all this week. So usually try to start with the maps unless something... You know, sometimes I'll put something in front of it, something big's going on, but we're going with the maps first today. We're diving right in, going over to the Here Dragons Abound blog. HereDragonsAbound.blogspot.com. This is Scott Turner's blog. Now, they came up a while back, months back, I can't remember exactly when, but talking about this Asgard's Fantasy Map Generator, which is a free map generator that you can use. It's got a lot of capabilities. It's almost like, you know, calculus or something to me trying to figure it out but they're playing with it and and tooling around with it and kind of showing off the capabilities i put up a map they did 
uh, with this ocean of lost hope and this like island in the middle of the ocean and stuff. It's really, really cool. So that's the added bonus of, you know, it's not only is it a cool map to check out, but also this really cool map tool that uh, that you can play around with. So check that out right now at here at dragonsabound.blogspot.com. Just today, I'm recording this on Tuesday, but just today I saw the next couple of things and had to put them up. One was a post over at Cartographer's Guild. I mentioned how you can set them up in your blog role and uh, you'll occasionally get you know posts that are going on over those forums. And someone's taking part in a challenge over there, Storymaker Tomy. And they did a challenge uh, that's a tribute to Mayan art and languages. And it's like this island post. It's a, a really unique style. You know, it's got this, you know, very Mayan influenced. And um, I thought it was awesome. Very, very unique, um, interesting, beautiful map. Uh, check that out. Uh, and then let's see. Oh, okay, this is something I want to talk about. AOS over at the metalearth.blogspot.com has been working on this project, project BX Mars since back in the Google Plus days. And I was always, you know, downloading images and stuff that they were posting. Um, and the project, the project is completed. It's out now on drive through So I've got a link if you're interested in BX Mars. I've got a link where you can go over and buy that. But they put up a, a map of Zerzura, the setting from their new BX Mars book. And they, they use a lot of black and white, you know, heavy line art. And this was really, really cool. So check that map out. If that looks like artwork that is up your alley, I'm sure this BX Mars project will be something you want to check out. So I've got, like I say, an image of, of the map of Zerzura from the book, as well as a link to go buy it if you're interested. And then finally, over at Martin O's Goodberry Monthly blog, goodberrymonthly.blogspot.com, they put up a they put up a, 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 a map of the steam tunnels under the University of Michigan Ann Arbor. And one of the reasons I put this up is because it, it, it led me back to, you know, the old story with, you know, the whole Dallas Egbert thing from back in the early, early 80s where, uh, you know, they ended up basing that terrible Mazes and Monsters movie on it where Dallas Egbert had, to, had disappeared and they kind of sensationalized it and exploited it and made it to where, you know, it was something to do with Dungeons and Dragons and they disappeared in the steam tunnels. Now, I believe that was Michigan State, but what we have here is the um, uh, University of Michigan steam tunnels. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong about, maybe I'm mixing that up. But anyway, steam tunnels under Michigan University. So this lot is interesting because it's kind of usable for a game, but then it was also part of that whole, you know, Mazes and Monsters early um, kind of D&D controversy deal in the early 80s. So I thought that was an interesting map to check out. As an added bonus, uh, the same link there over at Martino's Goodberry Monthly post, um, you may, if you're a frequent listener to Hump Day Bloggerama, then you may recall me talking about their Under Galax Hall project they've been working on, kind of like a, a mega dungeon that they've been starting uh, kind of set at a wizard school. And so at the bottom of this post, it's got the steam tunnel image. They've got a formatted word doc. That's got all their under galax hall, uh, stuff so far, their first level, the basement level, you know, all there on a, you know, with a Google doc link to download. So, um, so a twofer, you get the steam tunnel map as well as checking out the first level of under galax hall, the mega dungeon that Martin's been working on. So check it out. A few reviews and a retrospective type 
posts that I wanted to mention to you this week. I'm starting over at Bryce Lynch, uh, Bryce Lynch's 10 foot pole review blog really needs no introduction, but I, I thought I'd mention this one. They're talking about tower of the moon by David Pulver. This is a pay what you want right now at drive through RPG and OSR adventure that, um, you know, they actually give a, a relatively positive, uh, review of, you know, uh, which is kind of a rarity over there. <laughs> Seems like most of the stuff Bryce, uh, uh, reads uh, Bryce doesn't like. So uh, when you see one that, that kind of runs the gauntlet of a Bryce Lynch review and comes out kind of relatively unscathed, I, I sometimes will mention them. Uh, plus, pay what you want. You can check this one out first uh, before you, uh, you know, and, and see if you like it before you, uh, you know, hopefully tip or, or pay uh, Pulver for, for, the, um, for the adventure. So anyway, Tower of the Moon review up now over at 10footpole.org. And this one looked kind of cool. David Sherdwin at the Technical Grimoire blog, technicalgrimoire.com, put up a post, Five Torches Deep. And this is one that I thought might appeal to a lot of the um, legendary anchorites um, because it's a, basically, uh, David describes it as 5E light, kind of a simplified, stripped-down 5E. And uh, that's something that's probably appealing to a lot of people maybe listening to this. So this looks really cool. The artwork looks really nice. The layout looks outstanding. It's got, you know, like the classic BX font and stuff. So there's some effort to kind of old school it up a little bit. But it looks full color. looks really nice. I might actually check this one out myself. So Five Torches Deep, a a 5e light RPG that is out now. Check that out at technicalgrimoire.com. Now this one, this is over at Notes of the Wandering Alchemist, thewanderingalchemist.com. They do a review of the new Monty Cook project, um, product, Your Best Game Ever, which is kind of like DM and player advice. And now I have to take a really dim view, I must admit, a cynical kind of dim view to, um, to really most GM and player advice um, there's a lot of books out there, you know, supporting it. My, my tendency is always that experience is the best teacher and that, you know, you can read a lot of these books and, and everything, but you're going to learn more in that first hour of, of trying to run a game yourself or, or playing a game than you're going to learn in a book. But I put this up because the review here at the Wandering Alchemist blog was so positive. They loved the book. They had a lot of great things to say about it. So, uh, you know, I, I like looking at other people's viewpoints and everything. And, and hey, it's not like I've read it, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it was something that when I saw it getting kickstarted, I was like, now that's something I'm not interested in. But then I read this review, and and they said that it's outstanding, and they uh, recommend people to all, you know to just go check it out, and that it uh, has a lot of great information and a lot of good um, advice and stuff for for GMs and players. So, you know, um, so uh, go and ch- if that's something that's intrigued you, or you're wondering about it. It's only out just relatively recently, so you can read a review about the new Monty Cookbook, your best game ever. Right now over at thewanderingalchemist.com. And then finally, the Grognard Files, thegrognardfiles.com. They did an unboxing video of the classic Chaosium Thieves World box set. I picked up a copy of this uh, some years back, 
because I had always wanted it to love that, that iconic uh, cover. I never read any of the, the old, uh, you know, whatever, Sanctuary, Thieves World um, books, but um, uh, I, I was always interested in this project, you know, this box set, and it is really nice. It's really cool. It's kind of statted out for a bunch of different game systems, and it's, it's just a cool kind of, you know, old school, somewhat obscure artifact, but if you're, you're ever interested in learning more about that Thieves World box, there's a video up that you can watch, a Thieves World unboxing that'll show you all you need to know about uh, the 1981 Thieves World box. And that is, again, is at thegrognardfiles.com. Alrighty, I got my dice ready. So that means it's time for some random tables and generators. We do this every week. Take There's always bloggers putting up cool random tables, generators, and stuff like that to uh, inject some um, uncertainty and improvisation into your game. And so we're going to take a look at a few of these posts today. Some good stuff this week. Starting over at the Wizard of Mactown, the Wizard of Mactown.blogspot.com. This is Paul C's blog, and they did a post D8 OSR D and Dable things inspired by Super Castlevania 4. So they're going back to the early 90s for the Super Castlevania 4 Nintendo game. And they've got a table here to find some D and Dable things from Super Castlevania 4. So break out my D8. Where are you, D8? There you are, trying to hide from me. All right, so we are going to be looking at magical or blessed equipment from the video game. And so now I need a D6. And a holy whip. So a holy whip, randomly determined the foe it was made to slay. So, yeah, I seem to remember that. At least, I don't know if I played... Castlevania 4, but I definitely played the original Castlevania, and I remember there being a whip in that. So, so this is pretty cool. If you played Castlevania and you enjoy that video game and want to uh, roll on a random table that's got some, you know, stuff you can maybe port from Castlevania into your D and D game, check it out over at the Wizard of Then we're going over to Betty Bacon Time. Is there a better name? Then Betty Bacon Time? I don't know. Love that. Betty Bacon Time's blog is a Paper Elemental blog, paperelemental.blogspot.com. And Betty is making reference to an older post from the Renaissance Woodsman blog, renaissancewoodsman.wordpress.com, where they did a castle building post uh, where you kind of build a castle using a deck of cards randomize a, a castle with that and then betty took it and made a magical school castle map generator using tarot cards instead but it's also where you can just click a button and it's got um this visualized so you can do a, like a random school like i end up with the uh let's see the flavor wiggle school of stagecraft and wind reading and and so it's got it kind of mapped out and then it's got you know, rooms that correspond to different tarot cards, like a, a a secret dungeon, a forbidden supply closet, the infirmary, the cantrips 101 classroom. This is something that's going to be kind of hard for me to describe in five seconds. So it's one that you want to check out the post over at Paper Elemental on the Magical School Castle Map Generator. Maybe first going back to that other post it references at the Renaissance Woodsman. What you end up with is a really, you know, wholly original, really different and unique um, 
generating system for a, for a castle, and in this case, uh, Betty's turned it into a magical school. So, you know, very original, very different. As one of the commenters on this post said, yeah, this right here is why I'm still on the internet. So go over and check that out now at paperelemental.blogspot.com. And let's see, now we're going to Archon's March On. Um, this is a, they focus almost entirely on random tables, and they've got it to where you just can just, you know, cl uh, click a button. And uh, they put up several this week that were cool, but I like this one, D100 Plus Superhero Names. So let's see what I get. Awesome Dame. The Cloud Challenger. <laughs> uh, invulnerable Person. Now that's a good one. Um, that's a good one. Uh, superhero Spider-Man, Batman, and Invulnerable Person. So you can click on this really all day. The Fierce Narwhal. Yeah, I won't bore you with me clicking on a spectacular gal. <laughs> uh, D100 plus superhero names at, at Archons March On. Archonsmarchon.blogspot.com. Go over and click that thing a million times. Let's see, what do we got next? Oh, the Occult-esque blog, occultesque.com. See if I got a name here. I don't know, I don't think I have a blogger name for this one. And I do not, but they put up a post, 100 Thieves Tools. 100 Thieves Tools, magical and weird. So it's got 20 tools, 20 weapons, 20 oils, 20 boots, and 20 trinkets. So these are all uh, cool things for your thief. So let's see. You know what? I think I'll go straight to the boots, maybe. Let's see. D20 boots. Let's see which boots I get. Orcish war boots. Favored by some particularly tactless rogues, these orcish boots endow one's kicks with exceptional might allowing the wearer to more easily kick through doors and lock chests when more stealthy methods are ineffective. How about a D20 Thieves Trinket? Uh, a Broken Rosary. Any rosary not entirely intact will keep the thief's soul safe, lest a sorcerer try to damn it with foul magics. Let's do one more on here. The D20 Oils. That piques my curiosity. Thief Oils. Boot slime, thick green gel that may be used to treat one's boots. Ten minutes after applying, the boots will have terrible grip and almost no traction, but will not leave any footprints regardless of soft terrain or debris on the floor. Last for one hour. So you won't be able to climb or balance or do anything, but you're not going to leave any footprints with that old boot slime. So a hundred different thieves tools of a variety of different types um, over at occultask.com. Finally, on the random tables and generators, this was killer. Alex Schroeder, who comes up all the time, does the does a lot for the RPG OSR scene with all kinds of generators, um, as well as hosting the old school RPG Planet for blogs and everything. Has got to post up ten random dungeons generated, and so all you do is you go here, you click the link where it says ten ten dungeons. And it mixes their grid mapper, text mapper, and face generator, most of which I've mentioned here before, and just automatically generates you 10 random little dungeons. And there it goes. So it's got little maps, it's got little face images, it's all statted out with monsters and rooms and everything. 
unbelievable to be able to just click one button and get 10 little mini adventures like this. Truly unbelievable. Check that out for sure over at, at Alex Schroeder's uh, blog, alexschroeder.ch. That will uh, has a link where you can click 10 dungeons and generate these. But this is something that you, you know, you're going to have to just bookmark because, uh, um, talk about a time saver and it's just really just astounding, um, how much information they must have. And, you know, Alex has put into this for you to be able to generate so many unique, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just wild. It's beyond me. It's beyond frost. So anyway, check that out. Thank you, Alex. And now a word from our sponsors. Tons of free stuff this week. Tons. And we don't hate on free stuff here on the Hump Day Blogorama. We celebrate it. We raise it up. We love free stuff here. It lets us know about cool creators so that we can buy their next projects. And it also lets us know about cool stuff we might... Um, you know, want to track down more supplements for and things like that. Free stuff, free and pay what you want stuff grows the hobby. does not hurt it. At least that's my belief. So we are starting over at CthulhuReborn.wordpress.com. And I realize I may have never mentioned this site to y'all before. Because I saw another, uh, a recent post of theirs come up on my blog roll. Uh, for Ticket of Leave 15, and I realized I've never talked about this before. Cthulhu Reborn does this Convicts and Cthulhu setting. It's a setting for Lovecraftian role-playing in the early penal colonies of Australia, Convicts and Cthulhu. And these ticket tickets of leave that uh, number 15, you know, caught my eye, are these kind of mini scenarios, little supplements that come out for their Convicts and Cthulhu setting so i put up a link to the most recent post but then i also put up a, a link to the all the downloads for convicts and cthulhu so if you're a call of cthulhu fan and i've never checked out convicts cthulhu you know set in um you know australian penal colonies it's got where you can download this character you know the, the book character sheets all kinds of uh, little mini adventures for it, and the stuff is all awesome. The artwork is great. It's world-class stuff, and it's free. So if you've never been over to Cthulhu Reborn, they also have... Uh, they've got some other downloads and stuff there, too. So it's a, it's a really cool Call of Cthulhu-based site. So be sure and check out that Convex Cthulhu stuff over there at Cthulhu Reborn. Next, now, Paizo.com, they kind of have a blog... And, you know, I know that might not fit with what I normally do, but I wanted to put this up because it is a free guide, the Game Mastery Guide, Monster and Hazard Creation PDF. And the reason I put this up, you know, I do like Pathfinder 2nd Edition. I've plugged it a couple times. The reason I like this is it's, a, it's an excerpt. It's not a one-page excerpt. It's like 20-something pages from the kind of DM guide coming out for Pathfinder 2E. And you basically have everything you need to run the game in the core book, except for kind of monster creation rules. And if you're like me, you don't want to buy, you know, no offense to Paizo, but you don't want to necessarily buy the game mastery guide because a lot of it is, you know, for me, it's not something I'm interested in because a lot of it is just GM advice and not really, you know, numbers and stats and the stuff that you actually need, except for, monster creation rules and, and this kind of thing. 
And so I thought it was really awesome of them to make a free PDF that is a substantial thing that has all the information from the Game Mastery Guide that's the actual numbers and everything for monster creation and everything else. So if you've just bought the Pathfinder 2e core book or you're thinking about it and then you're maybe wanting to maybe run it one day, but you're not interested in spending dropping another 50 or whatever it is on the Game Mastery Guide, this is a great free download where you can get all the monster creation and kind of trap hazard creation rules, you know, the damage, you know, the damage per level and all that kind of stuff. You can download this for free and have everything you need without having to buy the Game Mastery Guide. So I thought that was really cool of Paizo to do. And as a result, you're finding it here on the free stuff segment of Hump Day Bloggerama. Next, over at Dicey's Delves, this is a relatively new blog, Dicey, over at Dicey's Delves, diceysdelves.blogspot.com, they've got a post up, Dicey's Delve Day 1, Instant Monster Generation Dungeon. So this is a little tiny dungeon, they say based, uh, based in a small part off the Dark Crystal and the Zindi race from Star Trek, I think I'm pronouncing that right, I hope I am. So it's to a Google Drive file of, uh, of an instant monster generator and free dungeon to run it on. So this is really cool. And that's a relatively new blog. They've got nine posts up so far. So Dicey, uh, not only thank you for the, the free uh, PDF, but thank you, but welcome to the, um, to the blogosphere. And their byline is free little one-page dungeons and play reports. So pretty cool blog. Dicey's Delves, check it out. Over at D20 Pirates d20pirates.blogspot.com. Uh, they've got a post up called Layers. This post presents three locations for use in Savage Worlds games in general, in particular those that use Six Gun and Shadow Road. So a Layers PDF you can download if you're into um, Shadow Run. Check that out. I mean, not Shadow Run. <laughs> if you're into Savage Worlds, check that out. Uh, free little PDF that you can use. Um, uh, yeah, so this is something for the 5e folks that might be listening. I think I've mentioned this months and months back, but the middle finger of Vecna blog uh, from Magehand Press, mfov.magehandpress.com. They are one of the best um, homebrew sites for 5e stuff that I've ever come across. They, uh, the post that I put up is for the Jinx Sorceress Origin. But this is one that if you've got the time, you can really just kind of go back through their archives and everything and download, you know, hundreds of archetypes, monsters, magic items, everything, and these really nicely formatted PDFs. So if you're into 5e and you've never spent any time over at the middle finger of Vecna blog, very, very, very high quality um, homebrew over there. So check out the Jinx Sorceress Origin and check out more of their stuff there as well. That's MFOV for Middle Finger of Vecna. MageHandPress.com. Over at Alone in the Labyrinth, I uh, spotted this. They put up a post about the 48 hour Mega RPG Jam. So, what they have done is this was another recent one of these jams that comes up uh, the Mega RPG Jam over at itch.io and so a lot of people participated and what they've done here on the alone in the labyrinth blog is break down all of the entries reviewing all 48 entries and um, they give a little blurb next to it so you kind of know what you're getting and uh, yeah, I don't have a blogger name for this but anyway you, know, you can imagine this stuff a lot of it's not going to be super polished or whatever but hey how good could you do in 48 hours um, 
don't answer that, Ray Otis. <laughs> Ray Otis from Plunder Grounds probably put out <laughs> some any award-winning masterpiece in 48 hours. But anyway, you know, you're mainly, I, I think you would be mainly looking at these for cool inspiration or just some innovative ideas that people, uh, you know, c came up with. But, um, and not necessarily, you know, this huge polished thing. But uh, a lot of people participated. A lot of this stuff is downloadable for free. So it's got a link there. Uh, did I put a link up to? I'll put up a link underneath it. This just got a link to the, um, you know, the, first it's got the Alone in the Labyrinth um, blog link, and then I'll put up a direct link to the uh, to the jam so that you can just download the stuff. I'll do that right now. There we go. And blah, blah. All right, so next, I told y'all it was a ton this week, tons of free stuff. Remember, all these blogs that I'm talking about are over at the Thought Eater blog in order, so you don't have to, uh, you know, try to remember this or write it down or whatever. You can come back to it later. It's not going anywhere. Um, so over at the Nuclear Haruspex blog, Nuclear Haruspex, H-A-R-U-S-P-E-X, .blogspot.com. This is Micah A's blog. Uh, they said that they and Lexi from the Blasted Crater Land blog collaborated on a project to make an art wizard and corresponding dungeon. And so it's got the PDF download via Google Drive here. And it's called the Prismatic Studio. So it's got some random tables and stuff like that. Uh, cool location. Let's see if it's got a map on here too. Yeah, and a cool hand-drawn map. So yeah, so this is something to check out. Uh, the Prismatic Studio coming to you from Lexi and Micah A over at the Nuclear Haruspex blog. So check that out. Then I, I spotted this over on, on Reddit, which I know is not technically a blog, but I was like, oh, cool. Somebody put up a free, uh, a nice 5e free Halloween one-shot, The Lost Resting Place of Tearfing. And I was just like, why, why not add it to the free stuff, you know? So there's a link here to go. Download a free Halloween one-shot for 5e. The free stuff just keeps flowing and flowing. Next, I don't know if I've ever mentioned y'all, lithia.com. It's a, a a fan site for Harn. Harn was a really cool detailed setting from uh, Robin Crosby. I believe it's Robin. I hope it's Robin Crosby because I think Robin Crosby is also maybe a the guitarist for Rat. <laughs> <laughs> is that right man let me check that in real time rat band let's see wikipedia we're going back now this is this is why you guys listen to this right um no warren krauser where's robin crosby from oh that must have been that must have been, uh, that can't be the, they can't have all, it can't just be the same members. Um, no, it's Crosby. Let's see. It is early. Robin Crosby. I was absolutely right. Now that y'all give me a little credit. I know that messed up the flow of the hump day, but to remember the guitarist for rat's name, come on, give me some love. <laughs> oh boy. But anyway, and so, was it Robin Crosby that created Harn? 
I know it was Crosby. Wow, this is going off the rails here. No, I don't want Barn Crosby. I want, yep, it was Robin Crosby. Spelled a little bit different, but both of them are Robin Crosby. Robin Crosby from Harn, Robin Crosby from Rat. We're talking about Robin Crosby from Harn. <laughs> so, Harn, uh, still lots of people loving it, making stuff for it, um, even though Crosby, I believe, has passed. Um, but I've, still, I've got the, the first edition um, Harn box set as well as Harn World first edition. It's really cool stuff. I actually got Harn Manor and a few other things too. Really detailed, uh, really neat setting. And so anyway, this site, whew, I took you way off topic there for a minute, didn't I? Anyway, this site, lithia.com, is subtitled The Gateway to Harn World. And there's just tons of free stuff tons and tons of maps adventures everything else supporting harn but a lot of it can be just ported into any fantasy game especially something lo-fi and gritty in fact i bet a lot of this stuff would go great with some warhammer fantasy um or zweihander or whatever else but anyway the post that caught my eye and reminded me about this was this one the sea wolf that kind of um gives you kind of information about this war boat and some uh, and the the sailors that are on it and everything, so you can kind of maybe port that into your game. But then I also just put up the generic lithia.com site for you. Go to, go over there, go to the downloads tab at the top, and I mean it's it's maybe a decade or more of de of downloads. So you can spend a long time trying to collect and download all this stuff. But you know there's fanzines, there's adventures, there, there's all kinds of stuff. So if you're into Horn and remember, if you're into Horn, you've probably seen it before, but if you're kind of peripherally into Harn and I've never checked it out, check it out. If you're just uh, uh, looking for some free stuff for your game, there's all kinds of stuff over there at lithia.com. So check out the Seawolf. Check that out. Whew. All right. Finally on the free stuff. Now this takes you to a drive-through link, which I don't normally do, but I made an exception today because it is, you know, friend of the program, someone who comes up, um, you know, from time to time, Tim, Timothy S. Brannon over at the Other Side blog. They are working with Jason Vay on a new game called Night Shift. There's like a supernatural kind of horror kind of game. And they uh, their game Night Shift is on Kickstarter right now. And they have released a free quick start rules and adventure for Night Shift. And so as it is still running on Kickstarter, and it, you know, it's timely that way, and as it is free... I thought that I would um, go ahead and, and, and plug this and put it up for y'all to check out. The game itself is uh, sitting at about five grand, needs eight grand to make it, and it's got about 16 days to go. So this is something that you can check out, this horror urban fantasy game. Take a look at it, see if it's something you like, and if it is, maybe you'll want to back the Kickstarter. How wild is it? This is all just one week. Ugh. I feel like this could be reviewing like everything for the year, but this is no, this is one week, <laughs> man. And there's tons left. So here we go. Uh, I'm going to be talking about just some miscellaneous stuff over at high level games, high level games.ca. They did an interview with Chris Spivey. If you don't know the name Chris Spivey, they did the any award winning call of Cthulhu and trail of Cthulhu supplement Harlem unbound. 
really well regarded, and now they've got a new Kickstarter up for a new game, Haunted West. And I've got a reminder on this to back it. It looks like it's going to do, you know, it's going to do really well. Um, kind of an alt history, um, um, uh, weird West setting that they've got going, and they developed a new whole new game for it. It's a, a like a D hundred thing. Um, sounds kind of Cthulhu esque, but it's not going to be exact. And there's an interview uh, with Chris Spivey talking about the Haunted West um, um, Kickstarter and everything. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, for example, I thought uh, Mr. Yoder from Random Encounters in the Library uh, does all the uh, the awesome Wild West stuff over on uh, on that podcast. Might be might be into this. So check that out. If Haunted West sounds like something interesting to you, you can read. Uh, this interview with Chris Spivey about what's going on with that and maybe back that Kickstarter. Um, over at the Adventures Under a Dark Sun blog, there's some more of these um, uh, Rajat 99s. Got some more of these Dark Sun trading cards up. Uh, at, um, installment number six of this series. And I love this Brahm artwork. Uh, the one I put up was really, really cool. The setting never quite lives up to the artwork, but what, you know what really could, because uh, the artwork's amazing. So, if you want to see these Dark Sun trading cards, I put up another one of those. This was neat over at Rolling Box Cars, RollingBoxCars.com. They had noticed that there is a How to Play Call of Cthulhu 7e series. It's up on uh, YouTube, and it's uh, multiple parts. This would be great uh, to teach someone that's brand new to the game. Uh, to let them watch, or, or um, if you're coming from older editions and are trying to uh, get into 7th edition and want to learn about the rules, differences, and all that, Modoc has got these links over at rollingboxcars.com. So check out this video series on how to play Call of Cthulhu if you're interested. Cannibal Halfling Gaming is talking about all the recent Unearthed Arcana that's been coming out from Wizards. There's been a bunch lately. Um, a bunch, uh, a bunch of new uh, archetypes. So, you know, obviously sometime down the line, there's going to be some kind of new PHB sort of uh, Xanathar's Guide type supplement, it looks like. And this one kind of go breaks down each of the new archetypes that I've been putting the PDFs up for, each of these new Unearthed Arcana archetypes all in one place. So if you're if that if you're into 5e and you might be interested in that, so you can just kind of get an overview of each of the archetypes all in one place over at CannibalHalflingGaming.com. Oh boy, Diamond Games, David Pignandoli. I remembered his name this time. Yes, um, has put up a post: Travel and Hex Crawling Part One. Everybody, if there's one thing about OSR games that that I've noticed is that everybody has their own method of hex crawling. <laughs> you know, everybody, most people have their own kind of death and dying rules. Uh, and there's a few other things that everybody kind of does their own way. And one of those is overland travel and hex crawling. And so, um, David has got another one of these excellent posts where they, um, they gather a bunch of different, uh, blog posts and viewpoints from different bloggers and put it all in one place. So it's pretty neat. Um, it's got stuff from the Meandering Banter blog, from uh, the Welsh Piper blog, um, 
Chicago Wiz blog, a bunch of these, other, you know, a bunch of blogs. So, and this looks like part one. So if, if, you know, it's something that comes up frequently in conversation with people and everybody's always kind of putting out their own hex crawling rules and stuff. So if you want to see different perspectives on travel and hex crawling, very cool post over at Diamond Games. That's D-A-I-M-O-N-Games.blogspot.com. And then finally, this was originally, uh, until I saw something else, um, this was going to maybe be, be a final topic type type thing. But a post over at Geek Native, geeknative.com. The eight RPG publishers that dominate virtual RPG tabletops. And so this is um, a combination of the data that Fantasy Ground has released as well as what they give you from uh, from Roll20 and everything. And it's pretty much like you might expect. It's got pie charts and everything breaking down what games are getting played on these um, uh, online tabletop platforms. And, you know... Shocker, 5e is first, you know, 5e is first by a million miles. I mean, uh, it really looks like Pac-Man eating the rest of the RPG industry when you look at it, but um, it is interesting to see what other people are playing, you know. There is a pretty good amount of Pathfinder being played. Uh, there's a solid bunch of people playing Savage Worlds and Starfinder. There's still that hardcore holdout group playing 3.5 that uh, didn't even move on to Pathfinder. Uh, of a smaller segment, there's still some love out there for AD&D, a little love for Call of Cthulhu. You've got some hardcore GURPS fans out there. Um, you know, you've got a real diehard, hardcore group of Rollmaster fans <laughs> playing out there and uh, um, some, some Traveler folks and uh, DCC and so uh, even a little Warhammer out there and... So th this is just something if you're interested in statistics that you might find interesting, and if you're just uh, kind of interested in what is uh, what games are still, what games are the most popular and everything else, uh, you, you might like to look at this as well. Let's see where 4E comes in on here. Fourth edition love. Yeah, there's still some 4E love. There's more people playing 4E than Star Wars. Uh, more people playing 4E than GURPS. So. Uh, but there's more people playing AD&D, at least on um, Fantasy Grounds, than, uh, than 4E. But uh, obviously 5E, then Pathfinder, then 3.5 is kind of how the D&D &D breaks down. But um, it really looks uh, like, at least from this perspective, it goes 5E, Pathfinder, Savage Worlds. Followed by Starfinder. That's like the top four on Fantasy Grounds. Now, a lot of this is probably skewed because a little bit skewed because um, you know Fantasy Grounds they they have it to where certain systems you know is already built in and makes it really easy to use. So, uh, but it's got links where you can go and check out what what what's the most popular on Roll Twenty and everything as well. But it just really you know, the main thing it shows you is that Five you know continues to just completely annihilate and dominate every other rpg system but then it also shows you that some of these games you know just have hardcore you know followings that love them and, and, and you know no matter how much time goes by uh you know um you know there's always going to be people there's always going to be a hardcore group playing Rollmaster. you know what i mean there's always going to be a hardcore group uh playing um uh, warhammer 40k there's always going to be a hardcore group uh still playing traveler so that's a good thing so anyway, if you're interested in that, that's over at geeknative.com. 
All right, so for the final topic today, we were talking about Greg Stafford, founder of Chaosium Games, creator of Glorantha, you know, the world that uh, so much RuneQuest stuff is based around. And, you know, Greg Stafford passed a year ago. And why this came up is the awesome folks at Chaosium um, to kind of honor Stafford put out five, not one, and not a little small one either, but put out five adventures uh, to honor Stafford. One for Call of Cthulhu called The Lightless Beacon. One for RuneQuest called The Rattling Wind. One for HeroQuest, Highwall Inn. One for 7th C, you know, Chaosium recently acquired John Wick's 7th C. And uh, what is that one called? The Sword of Kings. And then one for King Arthur Pendragon that Stafford designed um, and actually uh, wrote this one uh, as well. Um, wrote this adventure, The Quest of the Red Blade. So I thought this was really awesome. So you're getting five free adventures for awesome game systems, but it was just a really cool way to honor Stafford. Now, um, I am not a Glorantha, um, you know, savant or genius by any stretch. I've got RuneQuest 2nd Edition, and I've got, like, Apple Lane and some of the stuff for it, but I would still say... Maybe aside from, I don't know, the only thing I could compare it to as far as like level of detail and developed worlds, you know, you might think Tecamel, but I don't think Barker ever wrote anywhere near the amount of stuff. You know, Barker might, you know, has got all the language and maybe, maybe, maybe more detail to what was there, but as far as just actual, just amount of material, maybe the Forgotten Realms is the only thing you can compare it to. And I still think. You know, Glorantha, there, there were the recent, uh, uh, what were they called? I, I've seen them. I don't own them because they're, they're really expensive. And they're really just, if you're a, you know, big time Glorantha fan. But there was like these two encyclopedias that came out for it recently. And they're like, you know, basically Encyclopedia Britannicas or whatever, you know, two volume, you know, unbelievable amount. Uh, I guess they're the guide to Glorantha's maybe they're called. But it's a two volume, you know thick you know encyclopedia on the place as if it's you know with detail um you know to rival anything so all you know years and years decades and decades of lore and products that have come out supporting um glorantha but um stafford also was a co-creator of the ghostbusters rpg uh prince valiant um and you know one of the uh, and we also mentioned Pendragon already, and also uh, one thing that I personally think is awesome is before his passing, he you know Chaosium was kind of in bad shape. They had a um, Kickstarter for Horror on the Orient Express that had gone sideways and gone haywire, and it was really kind of threatening to you know, to bury the company, to be honest with you. Um, if not with, you know, actual bankruptcy, then with ill will from, you know, fans and everything that were, um, you know, unhappy with the way it was handled. And I don't know the exact ins and outs, but I remember that Stafford came back to the company and, um, and in doing so, you know, 
basically saved the company along with Sandy Peterson and uh, took took back over the company, finished that out, and then the, the kind of the rest is history with a hugely successful new edition of Call of Cthulhu. The new Rune Quest is out, and now Chaosium is really you know aside from Wizards, um, you know along with you know with Paizo is kind of the the, the ne- in that that next big tier of of RPG companies, and um, so. Um, and from anyone that I've read that, that actually knew Stafford, he was a very interesting person as well. Uh, seems like a very unique, interesting kind of creative soul. Um, and, um, uh, so it was, uh, really good for, for gaming left a, a long legacy, um, that, that will last really forever as far as, uh, tabletop RPGs and stuff goes. So, Anyway, uh, it was, you know, there's been so much about Arneson lately. I thought it was cool to see um, another an, another person that maybe doesn't, you know, get as much recognition as maybe they deserved, um, um, you know, ha- have the light shine on, you know, shown on their work. And I thought this was awesome of Chaosium to do. What a way to honor somebody to come out with five awesome adventures for multiple game systems, all of which you can download for free. What what in addition is cool, and I've got this up, you know that. So that link is all the free adventures and everything. That's all up on the Thought Eater blog. But then Pookie over at uh, reviews from Rolier has uh, has already reviewed all five of these. So Pookie, I mean there are uh, you know when you think Bryce Lynch is uh, productive, uh, you know then go over and check out Pookie because Pookie is does probably a review a day over on. Uh, the Rolier Reviews blog. And so there's a little bit about each of these um, new adventures that has come out that you can go and check out and, and, and read, uh, you know, read about um, if you're interested in that as well. So anyway, uh, just, a, just a really cool celebration of, of Greg Stafford's life and work and uh, a great way to do it. So that was the final topic for today. All right, so we got over the hump, just barely though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so a big thank you to the listeners checking this show out again. Want to thank you. Um, you know, it encourages you know seeing that folks are listening, seeing folks enjoy it. it. Encourages me to keep on doing this. It is some work, but like I say, I really like being able to stand back afterwards and look at it and be like, wow, what a week of gaming on the RPG blogs. It's always inspiring and astounding and really cool. Uh, and hopefully I dug up some stuff, caught some, hopefully some of the stuff I, that caught my eye this week was new to you or interesting to you and gave you something to, uh, you know, help you push you through the work week, get you over the hump as well. Uh, big thanks to Jason and Rob C for calling in. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. And uh, also big thanks to Frank Turfler for sponsoring the map segment. Uh, really appreciate you, Frank. You know, I'm a big fan, so that is really cool stuff. Uh, if anybody wants to support the program, you know, or support what I'm doing over at the Thought of Your Blog or otherwise, you know, there's a couple ways to do it. You know, one thing is, hey, add the Thought of Your Blog to your blog roll. Or, you know, share a post, like a post, retweet it, whatever else. If you're listening uh, to the podcast on maybe Apple Podcasts or a format that allows you to leave a rating and you're enjoying it, leave it a rating. Um, And, you know, 
if if you if if in addition to that you want to support the program financially, there's an easy way to do it. It's only a dollar a month. You go to patreon.com forward slash thought eater. It's basically like a virtual tip jar. You know, one dollar a month comes out of your bank account. You don't even notice it. <clears throat> Hopefully you don't notice it. Uh, but patreon.com forward slash thought eater. I am so grateful and thankful to the folks that are backing me already. Y'all know I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, means a lot. So anyway, next for you, it's going to be five minute Friday. Uh, and it might go slightly over five minutes because what I'm thinking about doing, I haven't done a Willie the Wizard in a while. Might come up with a Willie the Wizard, but if not, I was thinking about compiling the last several, you know, Willie the Wizards and just put them all back to back on a podcast. So if you're interested in going and listening to the Willie the Wizard, the adventures of Willie the Heart of Hearing Wizard uh, and his faithful sidekick, Elizabeth, you can have them all back to back so you don't have to kind of go to multiple podcasts and sit through everything just to hear the Willies. So I might do like a Willie, you know, volume one compilation or something on Friday. Not quite sure yet. And then this Sunday... Instead of my night below campaign, you're going to be, I'm going to be talking about doing a prep for froth university, supernatural horror comedy setting for savage worlds. So the prep has started. Uh, and so that's what I'll be talking about later on this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, if you've got any comments about any of the topics today, if you're using the anchor app, you can call in, leave a message. I'll put you on the show. Otherwise, you can send me an email, frothsoftfrothsof at gmail.com. I do have an email someone sent me about a game to take a look at. I haven't had time to do that yet, if you're listening. I know I'm dragging on that, but I just hadn't had time, so. <laughs> Leaving a private message for somebody on the podcast. Anyway, uh, remember all the blogs The uh, blogs I talked about today are at the Thought Eater blog, frothsoftdnd.blogspot.com. Logan, make it stop. Sickly platypus, a psychic grenade Zeroing in on your mental trade Gonna help you escape from the grind Thought eater gonna blow your mind